Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. The text for our consideration this morning is the Epistle Lesson, 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 5 through 10. And we read in the name of our Lord. This is evidence of God's righteous verdict that resulted in your being counted worthy of God's kingdom, for which you also suffer. Certainly it is right for God to repay trouble to those who trouble you and to give relief to you who are troubled along with us. When the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with His powerful angels, He will exercise vengeance in flaming fire on those who do not know God and on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. Such people will receive a just penalty, eternal destruction away from the presence of God and from His glorious strength. On that day, when He comes to be glorified among His saints and to be marveled at among all those who have believed, because our testimony to you was believed. These are the words of our text. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we have come together once again to hear your holy word and to be strengthened through it. Especially today, we would pray that you pre would prepare us for the day when Jesus will return, not as the humble Savior, but as the righteous judge of all. Prepare us for that day through faith in Him. Cover our, our sins with His righteousness and atone them through His sacrifice on the cross. We pray that You would grant us a rich measure of Your Spirit so that we would throw off sin and live a life pleasing to You. To these ends, sanctify us through the truth. Your Word is truth. Amen. In Christ Jesus, the coming judge, dear fellow redeemed. Did O.J. Simpson receive the right verdict? The nation was very divided over that 1994-1995 court case and its decision. 80% of the white community believed that O.J. Simpson was guilty. 80% of the black community believed that he was not guilty. Why would two segments of our society have such different views, such strongly different views of the same case? Well, it's because they couldn't know the truth for sure. Did he receive the right verdict of not guilty? I don't know. We can't know the truth about every matter. And so sometimes human verdicts are questionable. There is a verdict though that you can be certain is right. That verdict is God's verdict. God knows the truth. 
every detail of it. Therefore, his verdict is right. As we consider that theme this morning, we're going to have two parts. The first part is, hell is fair. And the second part is, believers enjoy God's presence. So God's verdict is right. Hell is fair. Sometimes I've been asked, and maybe you have as well, if God is loving and forgiving, why would He send anyone to hell? I think that's a fair question. If God is loving and forgiving, why would He send anyone to hell? Well, to begin to answer that question, let me start with an illustration. A child has been murdered. The murderer was found. The, the weapon, everything is there. The evidence is overwhelming. The arrested man goes through the trial. And then against all the evidence, the judge sets him free. What would you think about that judge? You'd probably say, he's a bad judge, he's corrupt, he's crooked, he shouldn't be a judge. How would you feel if it was your child? I know for me, some of my strongest thoughts of justice are connected with anyone hurting my kids, and especially my girls. Someone hurts them, they deserve to die. Now, as a sinner, I can have improper motives connected with that. But we all have this innate sense of justice. When someone hurts us, or the people we love, we want justice carried out to the letter of the law. And it may even be, that person deserves to die. So if we have this sense of justice, what about our Father in Heaven? When you hurt someone else, you hurt one of God's children. What is his response to that? His response is, you hurt one of my children, you deserve to die. Now, we only take the other side of it. When someone hurts us. But we are all God's children. So when we sin against each other with our lies and anger and abuse, God says, you deserve to die. Hell is fair. Because that's what sinners deserved. If God were to simply just forget about it, set us free, we'd end up concluding he's a bad judge. 
He's a corrupt judge. He shouldn't be judging. So hell is it's fair. Now, sometimes people have said to me, I don't believe in a God that would send anyone to hell. Now, that's, that's a dangerous line of thought. Because what that person is actually doing is creating their own idol. It's like a designer God. Make your own God. Well, my God wouldn't send anyone to hell. That's dangerous. Because that person obviously doesn't know God. And notice what verse 8 says. He will exercise vengeance in flaming fire on those who do not know God or on those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. God is going to come with His flaming angels and give vengeance. He will punish sin. This is not an image that we like to consider about God. We want to focus only on Him being loving and forgiving. And we often forget that He is also a righteous judge. Listen to this image of God that He gave Isaiah. Look, the Lord will come with fire and His chariots like a whirlwind to pour out His furious anger and His rebuke like flames of fire. For the Lord will bring judgment on all flesh by fire and by His sword. And those slain by the Lord will be many. So is God willing to judge sin? Absolutely. There's a part of His nature that cries out for justice. And sinners will be punished. In flaming fire. Often the use of fire in the Bible is connected with consuming impurity. And God's going to descend with fire to consume all who are impure. So God is willing and able to bring justice to the earth. Now the flames, they probably scare us. Okay? When we think of hell, what do we think? Ah, flames burning up. And yet, there's a scarier part of God's judgment in our text. Where it says they will be away from the presence of God. We have no understanding of what it means to be truly cut off by God. Even the unbelievers, even the atheists who deny God exists, still are receiving the benefit of His presence in this life. You are receiving the benefits of His presence. Because He causes the sun to rise on the righteous and the unrighteous. And He sends the rain on everyone. 
God is still present for all of us here on earth, but the day is coming when all who are found unworthy of His kingdom, all who are impure, will be consumed in fire and cut off from His presence. They will get exactly what they deserve. Hell is there. So what can you expect on that day? Can you expect that you will live eternity cut off from God? Or how can an individual expect to avoid that dreadful judgment? Well, notice what the first verse of our text says and the last verse. It says, this is evidence that God's righteous verdict that resulted in your being counted worthy of the kingdom of God's kingdom for which you also suffer. So that thought of being worthy of God's kingdom, hold on to that. And then the last verse. On that day when He comes to be glorified among His saints, and to be marveled at among all those who have believed, because our testimony to you was believed. God has previously, or Paul previously wrote about God being taken away from certain people, but here Jesus speaks about being among his saints and among those who have believed in him. So, how can you? be part of that group. When we hear the word worthy, we probably begin to think, well, i got to start doing things that are going to be favorable in God's eyes so that when He looks at me, He considers me worthy. But that's not what the last verse said. The last verse says, Connecting the two, that those who are worthy are those who believed. Who believed the testimony that Paul gave. So what was that testimony? That testimony is this. That God sent Jesus to face God's judgment in your place so that you could be forgiven. And so that you are forgiven. I said to you that no one can really understand what it means to be cut off from God's presence. Jesus can. Because He was. On the cross, He cried out, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That was Jesus. Suffering the full punishment of all of your sins. So that now, you don't have to be separated from God ever. Jesus has made the full payment necessary. That means whatever your sins deserve, Jesus has paid in full. Yes, even those things that come to mind, the things that you fear most about your past, 
and maybe your presence. The things that keep you up at night because you're filled with guilt. Even those things have been fully paid for. You really are forgiven. Jesus has become for you a place of shelter from God's judgment. There are many places that, that the Bible speaks of God clothing the believer, garments of salvation, a robe of righteousness. Galatians tells us that when we were baptized, we were actually clothed in Jesus Himself. Jesus has safely passed through God's judgment. And now Jesus protects you from that flaming fire. You don't have to be afraid of judgment day. Because for everyone connected to Jesus, judgment day has already occurred in one sense. And that is when God raised Jesus from the dead. He was proclaiming His verdict of all people and especially over those who believe in Jesus. Not guilty. You may look at your life and say, Lord, how can you speak those words over me? It's got nothing to do with you. It's got everything to do with Jesus. Because of Jesus, your sin is taken away. Because of Jesus, the payment has been made. So God's verdict is right. When He speaks over you, not guilty. Because of Jesus. So judgment day is coming. The day is coming when Jesus will be revealed with His flaming angels. And He will bring vengeance to the earth. God wants that day for you to be a day of joy. That day is the day of your salvation. So God's verdict is right. He knows the truth. He knows what you have done and what you deserve. And He knows what Jesus has done and what Jesus deserves. So when God sentence people, sentences people to hell, that's fair. But believers will enjoy God's presence. Jesus will be among us and take us to be with Him in heaven forever. God's verdict is right. To Him be the glory, now and forever. Amen. Please stand for the blessing. And now may the peace of God which transcends all understanding
guard and keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus until life everlasting. Amen.